Hello and welcome back to Duel of Taints. This week's episode of Duel of Taints is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, making a beer for everyone, including Salem's very own theater company based at a historical grand theater, Enlightened Theatrics, who is currently putting on a reproduction of a classic Broadway musical called Hair. If you have not seen Hair yet, I highly recommend you get out uh, to Salem and check it out. Tickets are $15. Uh, you can call and reserve them. Uh, or get them at the door, and while you're there, Gilgamesh made a beer, like I said, for Enlightened Theatrics. It's called Enchanted and Enlightened, and it is a pale ale with uh, hints of cherry, I think. I've had it quite a few times. It's pretty good. You can get it in the lobby before you sit down to see hair. Uh, like I said, lots of people have put a ton of hard work into this uh, production, including me. I'm in the band, so uh, get over there, check it out. Get over to Gilgamesh, check out you know, Enchanted and Enlightened, their uh, their beer, or any of their other great uh, their great beers that they got in their roster. Uh, great things happening in Salem, beer and theater included. So stick around, listen to the show, and uh, and then and then get out there and do something. Get out there and see a show. Get out there and drink some beer. Visit Gilgamesh.com for more information. Let's get this bitch on her knees. I already am. That's gonna happen now. <laughs> Welcome to Duel of Tanks, the number one podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm Kane. I'm Rhett. So when I walked in here today, Rhett... Speaking of shit you don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) I walked in here today, Rhett. I heard this... um, I heard something going on in here. I couldn't quite tell what it was until I came in here and you were watching Dota 2 Championship Mm -hmm. seeding rounds. Yep, yep. And they have... Play-by-play commentators and color commentators and analysts who get really into it. Yep. And I'll be honest, I've never given a shit about Dota. Don't care. But this was actually interesting. Because yeah. that guy was really into it. And he's yeah. like, the magic of it. Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah, there's like literally one part. Like, we're sitting there. And at one point he's like, "Oh my God, this is it! It's the turning point for the entire game. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life." You know, it's just like, "I have been to Egypt. I have been to Australia. I have seen a grown man satisfy a camel, but I have never <laughs> seen anything like this video game in my entire life." <laughs> Reminds me of when Kyle Vorderstrauss threw a screwdriver. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can! Smack. Sometimes, when I want a good laugh, I go back and listen to that. (laughs) It's so perfect. Uh, But yeah, no, that's, you know, that's the best part about it is like you could, you could watch a person play it. Like you come over and watch me play. Yeah. And it's going to be boring to no end because I'm not going to be telling you it's going to be happening. I'm not going to be doing any of this yeah. stuff. But then you surround the game 
with passionate people who are good at talking about what's happening and know the game inside and out yeah. and are easy and can relay information really easily and seamlessly and and it makes it feel like you're watching like real sport like it makes you feel like you're watching basketball or golf yeah. or baseball or like <laughs> any of that yeah. stuff you know so it's like well, it's it's so yeah i don't know it's geeky and nerdy but, but no i will def- i'll defend it i mean because i mean yeah your average sports fan will just kind of look down and thumb their nose at like video game yeah. guy i mean like with com- yeah, you have a color commentator you have a analyst you have a play-by-play announcer you know for these televised or at least they're on the internet televised yeah. uh championships well, actually last year it made it onto espn really yeah well see there's a lot of guys that look down on that but it would after watching it and then thinking about it it's like that is no more it's no more ridiculous than five guys on a team trying to put a ball into a, a, a hoop. The, the other hoop. Yeah. Yeah. How is that? It's. I mean, if you think about it, like it's all ridiculous. You have five guys running up and down a court trying to get a ball. Yeah. Into a little ring. Yeah. That has like rope on it, or eleven guys, you know, on a football, all in pads, trying to move up a, a, a ball. Yeah. A, a, a freaking lemon-shaped ball. Yeah, I mean that's really. pretty. And baseball, don't get me started on that. I mean, it's, it's no more ridiculous than any of that. So it's like, if people love it, fine, cool, sweet. Yeah, I always compare Magic. It's like a cross between like chess, Magic the Gathering. You mean Dota? What did I say? You said Magic. Oh god damn it! Yeah, Dota. I always compare Dota to chess, Magic the Gathering, um, basketball, and like yeah. I don't know some another sport i always make the basketball comparison because it is like you know two halves of the same court yeah and, you know play on the same court every time indoors you know weather doesn't affect it and uh you know trying yeah. to trying to get it in their hoop which is basically all you're trying to do in dota yeah just trying to you know like i said before capture the throne which makes it a little bit like chess in that regard yeah but uh yeah yeah <clears throat> it's it, i think it's more fun to watch really Especially, yeah, I was actually entertained because I was you're sitting here about forty minutes starting waiting for your computer to yeah, upload watching that game, and it was actually pretty. I don't, I don't, I'll admit, I don't know what, half of what was going on, Me but it was, but but the the commentator made it entertaining because he was really into it, and yeah, we get really excited. He's the, I think he's the best. His name is Toby Toby Dawson, but he got his his handle is Toby One Kenobi. Toby One Kenobi, and uh, of course. And he's just, like, really good. He's been doing it forever. You know, there was, like, times where I'm sitting there trying to explain to you what's happening, and then something crazy happens, and I'm just, like, my brain's trying to catch up with everything that's oh happening. Oh, my God. But, yeah, you know, and it's it's fun because there's statistics and there's all this, you know. There's yeah, so well, much it's no different from, it. like, uh, the basketball game because, like, they'll show statistics, stats, yeah, or yeah. shooting percentages and whatnot. And... It's just nerdy because there's, like, it's it's a fantasy game, you know. It's, like. There's that's that's the thing though. There's fantasy basketball, there's fantasy football, and somehow that's culturally accepted, even though it's which is always surprising. You're, you're, you're playing you're okay, you're playing fantasy basketball or football. You're playing fantasy football. Fine, great. But you yourself, like the only skill there is in that is picking the right players. Yeah, you're, you yourself aren't making any moves. You're not hitting the the you know any points. You're not doing anything. Yeah. You're just hoping for the fact that you picked the right guys yeah. that that for that game or that that whatever. At least this, I mean, you know, we got 
some nerd on a computer who's actually doing something. So yeah, I don't know. You want to hear something really nerdy? Sure. They actually have Fantasy Dota as well. They have Fantasy Dota. Yeah, where you pick your players. Why not play? Why not just play Dota? I agree wholeheartedly. It's just a. It's just like another thing, you know. So people who aren't really into playing it that much can just like pick their play. You know, you draft your team like you do in fantasy sports yeah. of all the best players, yeah. and then as they go through their season, uh, you know. You get points based on their performance and all this stuff. So, it's all it's literally the same thing, except it's for a video game, which is makes it worse and way nerdier hey, <laughs> in whatever. some regard. But yeah, no. So this year, yeah, the prize pool so far uh, is more than sixteen million dollars. Last I checked, Jesus. Uh, last year, the winning team made ten million. Damn. Yeah. So it's come a long ways. This is only the fifth year. That's um, awesome. The first year, it was like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand. Second year, it got above a million. It was the first video game tournament to ever break a million dollars. Jeez. And then the second year, they got up to like almost five million. Third year, no, third year is definitely above five million. And then the fourth year, which was last year, it got well above 10 million. That's awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. It was insane. Um, and this year, yeah, it's no different. But your cat's a bitch. <laughs> she really is. What else did we talk about? We talked about something else. Chess. Bobby Fisher. He's moving the rug under the. <laughs> yeah, we talked about like the, the, the like the, the commentating for chess, like watching a chess match, like a championship chess match, where it can, it can last up to like six, eight hours sometimes. So you can go twenty, thirty, forty minutes. Between moves, because I mean, like the big ones, like the cha- uh, the World Chess Championship, it's not timed. It's not like speed chess. Yeah. So you can take as long as you want. I mean, sometimes the games can be as short as a half hour, but sometimes they can be fucking long. So you get these commentators who are trying to vamp in between, you know, like, yeah, you know, so Magnus Carlsen, he really, uh, you know, he in his off time, he really likes to play uh, or different different forms of chess, not, not not classical chess per se. And oh my God, he's moving. He's moving the pawn to G7. Oh, he's taking the rook. He's taking... And then so after that, he, you know, and then 30 minutes later, it's like, and this one on and on. He's, he's, he's countered with a bishop to knight seven. Oh my God. We have a draw. We have a draw. For those of you who might not have known. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like they're vamping. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um... There was something I was going to say about that, too. I know, I know the, the, the money pool for the, or the the prize for, like, the chess championships is well into the millions. Has That's been for good. years. I guess I was reading the other day, it's actually, like, really hard for a professional chess player to make a living off of chess chess. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a grandmaster, and then you have to be probably top one, 200 grandmaster. And there's there's like a thousand grandmasters right now, which sounds like a lot, but when you have seven billion people on the face, of we have we yeah, but you have five million rated players, yeah, who play regularly and are rated. A thousand is pretty fucking few. Yeah, that's not a lot. Yeah, I mean it's not easy. I mean it's really like the, the ones that are making a really good living, they're like they're wealthy or like top fifteen. Yeah, because they're you know they're consistently getting third. Yeah. Second, first place in tournaments, so. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's interesting stuff. I don't know. There's a. It's always weird, like the things that like people will turn into, you know, like entertainment and a way to like make a living yeah. and all this stuff. Like I was telling, I was telling Kane earlier. Um, it's crazy. I, one of the best Dota players in the world is actually from our home state, Oregon. Yeah. And people used to tell him all the time, like you're a loser. Like you know, <laughs> why do you only play this video game and all this stuff? And he's like been there since the beginning Mm -hmm. and he's he's grown with the game and now he's in arguably i mean as of last year the in the top three best teams in the world yeah and he's just a you know a boy from a small oregon town well medford's not that small but oh he's from medford yeah he's from medford so yeah um he lives in california now i think but well fucking traitor still a fucking oregonian his parents are still here his name's Clinton Loomis. <laughs> Clinton Loomis? Yeah. His handle is Fear. That's what they call him when they play. Fear? Yeah. And he's like Fire he's fear. arguably like he's one of the best players in the world. Yeah. And I mean and and everyone used to tell him all the time, like, you need to get a job, you need to do all this, you need to do that, blah 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 blah. And he would go to work and he'd come home and he would play from sunup till sundown and he would practice with his team. He had a team and he was at the very first world championships for this yeah and uh, has he ever won no the closest he came was last year yeah um but uh yeah and he's just he's i mean he's one of the best and yeah. now he makes he has a wage a salary that he makes for, from his team and all the stuff that's crazy yeah it is, it's it's fascinating same thing i imagine it's like with chess you know you got all these people scrambling and people yeah i bet you even Bobby Fischer, prob- well, maybe not Bobby Fischer. He's probably a prodigy from day one. But Yeah, he was. But other player, I bet you have other players who are like, you need to do something legitimate. You need to No, do people this. told Bobby Fischer that too. It's like, yeah, what are yeah. you doing? I mean, and... People told that guy from that movie. <laughs> what movie are you t- The only chess movie there is. Asshole. Oh, Searching for Bobby Fischer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the one. <laughs> is there other chess movies? I'm sure there there's chess in movies, but I guess movies that are evolved around the game of chess. Other than documentaries about Bobby Fischer, <laughs> um, that's probably the only one. And it's a good movie too. Oh, it's a fucking great movie. Uh, I can't think of anything else. No. Yeah, it's also it, it is interesting too because it, it's always fun. In Dota to watch the, like the evolution of teams, like yeah. we are, me and Kane, this uh, we were talking about the Blazers earlier. You know, it's like the same thing in Dota. Like the Blazers are in an absolute rebuild. Oh yeah, oh it and, is. Uh, and yeah, so it's always fun to like see these upstart teams happen. I mean, because you know, even though the Blazers, there's like one Blazer anybody cares about anymore, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but everyone that's a Blazers fan is still going to be a Blazers fan after this. It's not like yeah. I mean, it's just it, it's the way it goes for the Blazer fans for the past twenty years. You're rebuilding every three years, you know. Yeah, it just is what it is. It kind of sucks because I feel like if we still had our our squad from last year and able to build on it, I feel like yeah. I mean, because that was a good squad. Yeah. No, yeah. it just you know, like Matthews wasn't injured. Yeah, that's what really killed this. I, I guess they. That's really, really killed us last year when Matthews went down, the whole thing imploded. Yeah, we fell apart. So, I mean, we lost Aldridge, then you lost Matthews, you had traded Batum away, you lost Lopez, 
and then you lost or traded away almost everybody else. You know, out of 15 guys last year, six of the guys will be on the team this year. And more than likely, two or three of those guys will be traded before the season's out. So, I mean, it's 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 a completely different team. I mean, And realistically, you know, it's only five Blazers because Kane couldn't even name the sixth one. I could, I could, <laughs> we still have Crab, Leonard, Lillard, um, Kamen, uh, what's the other one? Oh God, I'm only going to name four now. That's what I'm missing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so Lillard, Kamen, Crab, McCollum, um, Leonard. And then some this the six guys, some guy we picked up from the D leagues who's like he's like five foot ten, which is <laughs> my height, which is incredibly short for the NBA. But he's faster than hell. Um well, I suck. I can't remember but it doesn't matter. He'll probably be traded or waived anyway, so it don't matter. Watch and he's like the next guy and like the star in the team. <laughs> yeah, they start calling the shot. He made the point eight. <laughs> the point eight. And Lillard's point nine, the guy. <laughs> Lillard just falls to the wayside. <laughs> the has-been. <laughs> He's the has-been. Oh, yeah, didn't he do, like, a point nine shot? Oh, look at him, you know. Did you ever hear Lillard's rap? Oh, yeah. It's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I haven't heard it it's yet. It's not... But... It wasn't actually as bad when I, when I was... When I was... When I... When it came on, I was like, this is going to suck. He's making it... And I was like... It's still not good. I mean, I don't like rap that much to begin with, but it's like, it's still not good, but it's like, it's not horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting year for sports all around. Yep. Anyways. Moving on. I have five days off this week. It's amazing. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid to play music every night, so. Mm-hmm. That's the dream. More music, more money. So you're in a production, so you're playing percussion yeah and a production of hair yeah now are there naked people in hair is that the one yeah Man, i need to go to this do, do you have to get naked <laughs> no no I don't just the here. cat <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to like work on a joke for stand-up about are any of them good looking everybody is good looking anybody name. we know that's getting naked no no i mean i don't know anybody hmm. i think the cast is almost entirely from out of state oh really like from new york and stuff that's crazy. Everybody's really talented. Uh, we performed the show the first time last night yeah. for a preview. And uh, like I was like almost in tears like by the end of the show. Like they, it's just like when they're singing, they had that song. One of the last songs they do is Let the Sun Shine In. Yeah. You know, like let the sun shine. Oh, let it shine. Sorry, hang on a moment. But uh, yeah, it's like really it just it's so moving and good so uh is it like awkward like with some actors some of the male actors like when they get naked like there's like one guy who's just this massive like walrus dick and then you see another guy who has like a mole dick is it like really awkward between them between scenes when they're not you know like i don't think so everybody it's actually interesting um everyone it, handles it pretty or is there, is there any guy anybody there with like a micro penis no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I haven't seen any. I mean, I'm standing behind them. It's just like a sea of butts. <laughs> is there any really nice butts? Everybody's butt is nice. Oh, they're just all good looking people. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the changing room the other day. and Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, the men's changing room. And, yeah. uh, and oh, the lead oh. actor, the lead actor who plays Claude, and 
uh, maybe no, nobody appreciates me talking about this. They're like, Jesus, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when you're, I'm up on the set piece, like up high watching him perform. And yeah, he's really talented. And, uh, you know, it became, it was kind of obvious that he was pretty fit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I saw him like in just his underwear. And not only, he's like taller than I am. Yeah. But he's also like had a six pack and everything. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> But everybody, I mean, everybody's like, everybody's in shape and, and mm-hmm. you know, looks great. I mean, there's not a single unattractive person on the entire cast. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, but everybody, like, there's, the way the nude scene is, if you haven't seen Hair, it's, they're singing the song and it's, uh, it, the song's called Where Do I Go? And they're singing like, oh, fuck, I lost the vocal melody, I was going to sing it, but they're singing Where Do I Go? And they're doing all this stuff. And then the entire cast is on stage, and they're standing, like, in a formation, like, together. And they all take off their clothes together, and then they, you know, they're like, and then the lights go off and the curtains close. That's the only nudity? That's the only nudity. And so, and that's the start of the intermission. So the curtains close, and then everybody just... And that's when everybody's just having sex backstage? (laughs) No! (laughs) Oh. I was going to say, I thought it was all handled really professionally, like, because they dim the lights really low and everybody just gets dressed really fast. Like, I think everybody just kind of wants to mind their own business. I mean, we get off stage, like the musicians get off stage right away and we give them privacy so they can get dressed. Mm-hmm. And then there's a 15 minute intermission. Yeah. As far as I can tell, everyone's really professional about it. And What was the point of that nudity scene, though? I don't get it. I don't know because the hair is all about like protest and because it takes place in the 60s so yeah. like 1968 and it's all it's I think it's all sort of centers around the main character like getting drafted the main character getting drafted and all this stuff and uh, uh, you know so it's just fucking hippie shit I don't know why the fuck do hippies get naked I was just curious what was the what the point of it was I was just trying to figure out why they get hair or why they get naked in hair can't find anything. All of the results on Google were like, do they really get naked in that show? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that. all you get to see is butts. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I can't even really see anything anyway. I mean, because like, they march up there. I have like everything in my way. Like my instruments and my mm. music and all this stuff. And then they walk up there and it gets dark. Boom. And then curtains close. And then we get really dim lights and... By that time, I'm already off stage. Yeah. So, but it's it's fun though. It's been a lot of like I said last night was like our first kind of show. Opening night is on Friday, um, yeah. the thirty first. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's. Now, does the cast mingle with the band, or do you guys don't really talk to each other? We're are they too good for you guys? No, no, they're super. Like I have had almost every cast member after each rehearsal. And even last night, they will come up and they'll thank us. Nice. I mean, because they can't. I mean, they could do it all with tracked music and all this stuff, yeah. but it's not. It's not going to be the same. I mean, we can grow with them, and it becomes like more of an organic thing. Like we can, we can crescendo and decrescendo, yeah. and and we can add little accents here and do all this, and you know, and also it allows the actors more freedom when they're doing. Like, cause there's like dialogue mm-hmm. in the middle of some songs and they'll stop or there'll be a part like where we just vamp for a few minutes 
not a few minutes uh i don't know several bars and then we come back in because mm. they'll they'll have like a weird thing where they hang on to their vocals and they're singing in the rain or whatever you mm. know, fucking, and they so it, it becomes like a much more organic thing that way i think but mm. uh, everybody seems super grateful um and excited i mean and it's it's also fun for us to be able to be backing these people because they're great singers yeah like i said dude when they're doing let the sunshine in it's like it i'm almost in tears like every time i'm like just why won't they let it fucking shine in those motherfuckers Uh, (laughs) fuck the government yeah um but uh but yeah no it's and they're not as far as i know no one thinks they're better than us i mean i don't know maybe they do but i wasn't sure if they just like look down on sorry look down on the lowly like uh musicians yeah musicians uh, i don't know man everybody that we got playing is super talented i mean we got two guitar players who are on their fucking a game our bass player is just fucking <laughs> solid as a rock i don't think he's ever been needed to be told what to do our drummer you know fucking is great you mm-hmm. know fucking rewrites parts on the go like just fucking amazingly and and uh and we got a person who's playing uh like four instruments barry sax piccolo oh, clarinet wow. something jack else. of all trades yeah so um it's fun it's coming together i think uh what i'm really excited about is um opening night after party <laughs> <laughs> we all get naked <laughs> i don't think so i hope not i'm just kidding no you're not what interests me most about that whole play would just be like the because there is a part where everybody gets naked it's 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 all like the um i guess how all the actors handle that like is there any judge, judging is well, there that any was like the part jealousy i was most interested in too you know what i mean because like i mean fuck man we've all been in the locker room at the pool and you know fucking mm-hmm. drop trow in front of other dudes but for the most part like i said it I can't tell if there's any sort of like jealousy or resentments. Mm-hmm. And I've always sort of wondered too, like how it must be. I mean, actors are an interesting breed of people I've rediscovered. I used to do a lot of like theater yeah. back in when I was going to school and stuff. And, and I've always felt really detached from theater people because it's like, I have strong opinions on things and, yeah, and I definitely... myself have strong character. Right. Yeah. I mean, actors are very malleable and they got to fit into a lot of roles and they got to do it convincingly. And I remember like when I was doing a theater thing, one time I saw a scene where there were two actors who could have easily just like hugged each other, but they kissed like yeah. guys, you know, and it was just for the sake, like it, we weren't performing. We were in the classroom. Yeah. And I mean, it was a convincing kiss and it was great and whatever. That was fine. But personally, like, I mean, I could do it, I guess if I was getting paid or I needed yeah. to do it, like, but for the sake of the art, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm that guy. And there's so much, like, in this show, in Hair, there's so much, um, like, just, like, sexuality in general. Mm-hmm. Like, people are constantly sort of, like, grinding on each other and being, like, very sensual. Yeah. And there's, like, you know, like, the three main characters in the show apparently are in, like, a relationship together. Mm. Two guys and a girl. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and, go on and there are scenes like where people are just like kissing each other yeah. in the background and i mean everyone is like sort of kissing everyone it feels like yeah you know what i mean and it's like bands back there when do we get our kisses 
Um, but I've always, it's always interesting to me because it's like, I understand that you could just do it because it's art and it's what you're doing. And obviously it doesn't mean anything, but also it's just also so weird that like everybody's kissing each other. And I always wondered like, do any actors sort of form attachments to each other? Yeah. And and then do you get any sort of that weird yeah. jealousy stuff or, or is it, well, Hey, I get my turn to kiss that guy or Hey, mm-hmm. I get my turn to, you know, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. there's scenes where guys are kissing in this too, you know? I don't yeah. know. So it's just, that's always been interesting to me. Like the whole dynamics of all that, because it's like, I'm not really that personality type. Like, I'm not really, like, a handsy, kissy, like, I don't know. (laughs) Show me your tits. (laughs) (laughs) Just take him out. (laughs) Come on, just take it out. Uh, Hold on, I'm reading. So, yeah, it's really interesting. But it definitely reminds me that, like, yeah, theater people are... Thespians are a different breed. You know, it's really funny. Last night I tried to make a... I made a joke about thespians, and all of a sudden I had this, like, weird panic attack where I didn't think anybody in the room would know, like, what a thespian was. I was like, oh, Rhett, why are you using dumb words for a joke? And the joke was, and someone picked it up for me. It was it was actually, I was, thank God, I like, remember where I was. Yeah. The joke was about stuff getting stolen. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know why they, I, I said, uh, I said, you know why they call them thespians, right? Yeah. And, and then someone was like, what, huh? And then one of the cast members, an actor, was like, because it's only so far off from theft spin. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God someone's here. Because I like, had that weird panic. Someone knows my shitty joke. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. What am I doing? Where am I? I'm being judged. It's like high school. <laughs> Can I just walk away? <laughs> Even the thespians hate me. You know why they call them thespians? Oh, why? Just walk away. <laughs> but, oh, I was just curious if you knew. Yeah. But it is interesting. Yeah. I uh, highly recommend someone comes out and, and see it. We run them for three weeks. Five days a week for three weeks, so uh, yeah. opening night is this Friday, and I'll tell you, I th- I don't think I would be wrong in saying it's probably one of the mes- best musical productions that Salem has ever had. Wow. I'm impressed. I mean, and I don't get impressed by musicals easily. <laughs> fucking hate them. I, I mean, you know, it's like, because I go on YouTube and fucking watch, like, the best fucking all-star cast perform, yeah. you know, Les Mis or fucking... Uh, Book of Mormon or... Yeah, exactly, dude. I mean... That's I, actually a pretty good one, too. Fucking Book of Mormon is amazing. <laughs> Hello, my name is Elder Price. <laughs> that opening scene is one of the funniest fucking things. Fucking great, man. Even I like Rock of Ages. Even Rock of Ages, like... I I haven't seen the play, but I've seen the movie, and that movie was shit. With, with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Oh my god, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You know, uh... You know Chris Hardwick? From the Nerdist, yeah, he perf- he performed in Rock of Ages as the main character that Tom Cruise played. Yeah. So when he interviewed Tom Cruise uh, for the Nerdist, he's like, "I don't I don't know if you know this. I don't I don't expect you to, but I played your character in the show." What did Tom Cruise? So I think he just uh, he started talking about how great the character was yeah. and stuff. Of course, Tom Cruise would. Where are we at in time? Thirty minutes. Sweet. Um. Yeah, it's kind of nice though. Uh, it's weird because playing music and having to like do well at it and have standards like has sort of reminded me that I gave up on standards a long time ago. Uh, I have, dude. Like I just <laughs> like I'll pick up my you know I got my guitar sitting over there and I'll pick it up and strum some chords and finger some stuff and yeah and twiddle some twats and. Uh, <laughs> but it's like not the same as like having something that you need to play well, mm-hmm. you know. 
and uh, it's really reminded me that I like actually really like the craft mm. of music, yeah, which I like forgot all about. Yeah, it's bizarre and it's crazy. Like I'm getting paid every night like more than Monster Addict ever made as a whole. Oh fuck yeah, you are. Well, we mean in one night you're making more than Monster Addict ever made. Like not ever. I just mean like. Oh no! No, a single instance of your Monster entire three paid. weeks of, of work, you'll be making more than Monster Arc ever made. That's true. Because I mean, that tour we did—I uh, can't remember the exact numbers—but it paid for itself. Yeah, we didn't make any profit by any means. Which, I but mean, it paid what? for itself. I think four fifty is what we ended up making total. Maybe less than that. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was somewhere in that range, probably between three fifty and five fifty. You know, and that was went all for gas and yeah. maybe a meal or two. Yeah, we did have a couple meals, but yeah, I remember we all we broke even on that, which mm. was really good. I was actually pretty proud of myself on that one because it's really hard to do when you're a shit yeah. band on yeah. a, in the Northwest who have no you know, with no money behind you and no label, no nothing, just. Yeah, I tell people we broke even all the time, and they're like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> like we just I'm actually that's one of the proudest things I actually because. Again, I booked the tour, so that means, like, if anybody knows me, like, I am not an organized person. I am not good at that shit. Could have fooled me, man. We had a place to stay every night, almost. And oh, I mean, I worked hard at it, but, like, I was proud of that one. And don't get me wrong, there's been other shows and tours where I fucked up and, like, well, I guess we're sleeping in the van again tonight, guys. We, we even did that one night on that tour, too, because we had, there's... Walmart, yeah. It was after that one show that was just a disaster. It was our last night we stayed at Walmart, I thought. Yeah, because the the following night um, we just ended up driving driving home. home. Yeah, which honestly that wasn't that bad, but uh, I woke up feeling like shit, yeah. man. Like I don't know, fucking sweaty Mike just like his snoring and coughing constantly. Well, and that's that what it was. Was he sick? Night. I don't know, but because dude, like we're all sitting there like breathing the same fucking just disgusting. <laughs> And I woke up. I woke up the next morning, and I thought I had strep throat. Like that's how sick I felt. I had my throat was just yeah. like, Ugh, and I was coughing. Like I got home and I had a cold. Like I was like, what oh, the fuck? Horrible. I was perfectly healthy before that. It was horrible. That whole fucking trip was. I mean, not the trip, but that whole night was horrible. I always wonder because that trip was the last time I ever wore my favorite sweater. Yeah. That uh, has my had my nickname on the back, Tomahawk. Yeah. yeah. Never saw it after that tour. I have no idea what happened to it. Yeah, I always wondered if I left it in the van, but I—I I mean, no, no way. I made sure when I saw the van, it was—I cleaned it. Yeah, up. I mean, there's, there's no way. I just have no idea what happened to it. Like, well, I, I guess theoretically, it. it is possible left in the van and someone swiped it, like at the wasteland or something. But no one would fucking steal a shit ass sweater. Oh, I had shit go missing in there all the time. I was more disappointed when I had shit go gone, like missing at like the Shamawa show and stuff. What did you lose in the Shamawa show? A bunch of patch cables and a strap and. Well, that could be anybody there. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, that's not even the worst of what you had got stolen from. You had oh, a yeah. fucking whole amp and a guitar. guitar. Maybe even more. I just those were the only things I noticed. Mm-hmm. Which that was fucking ridiculous. We looked for that amp forever before we settled on that it was stolen. Yeah, like we probably looked in each room like a hundred times. I don't know. I, was, I have different theories on who did it. I can't prove any of it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the more, I don't know. To me, it's still down to two people who stole it, and it could be either or. I think I have a pretty good idea. There was a person who one time came up to me when we were playing a show at the Triangle. 
O. And I was borrowing. Was it O? Oh. And. Uh, or was it a. Uh, um, what's it? Or S. Uh, o and S. That's that's mine. my two. I mean, oh I, shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those were my guesses, but there was a person who came up to me when we were playing at a show. And who? What? Which one? Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is not fucking Cody, anybody <laughs> who knows these people. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, he, yeah, he came up to me and I had an amp. I was borrowing Freddie's Marshall. And yeah. just the look of fucking disbelief on his face. Like, he thought it was my amp. He was like, holy shit. Like, he's like, where did you get that at? He's like, you found your amp? And he was just like, the look on his face was genuine shock. Yeah. And it wasn't like a happy shock. It was like a, oh, shit. (laughs) It probably was. I mean, I wouldn't put it past S either. Well, the only reason that my S was my main suspect for the long time, because he had been known to steal a lot of shit. And I know for a fact he had stolen shit from me, and he was a, was a liar. He's a thief and a liar. And, and he had a key to the back door. And he had, and he had beyond anybody, and he was practically living there. So if he didn't steal it, he knew who did. Easy. I I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, so I remember like I I pleaded with him at one point, and it's like it felt like I was pretty close to like getting a bite from him. Yeah, right. <laughs> bite from him. That's funny. Oh, I see what I did there. I'm clever. Um, but it just didn't happen. Pretty shitty, man. I mean, that was like probably one of my prized possessions. And, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for you selling me the 6505 at a reasonable price, like I would have never yeah. had another show amp again. Yeah. Well, I mean, 6505 is pretty durable. Pretty good. That goddamn beast, dude. Yeah, I love that thing. I can go anywhere and play any show doing anything, and well, I instantly get cred for having right? a 6505, yeah. dude. People like, for me, who such a shitty guitarist as I have, like when I pull that out, people are like, oh, maybe they'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, hey, look at this. This guy knows what he's doing. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, oh, never mind. But he has 6505. Oh, <laughs> this guy's got the uh, 6505. I think we've got to stick around and uh, see what's up. Uh <laughs> Oh my god, I don't even know how to play these drums. Did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) The drummer doesn't even know how to play. I think that's honestly like, it's going through and playing hair has really made me realize that I wish I would have taken Monster Addict more seriously and actually like tried actively to get better at drums. Because I think by the time I was done playing drums for Monster Addict, I was good. I would say I was solid. Yeah, you were good. You were really good. Uh, But before that, like, holy shit. I was thinking back to last night... I like had a dream about like one of our first jam sessions when we were playing Daisy. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, uh, we were both horrible. The thing horrible. was, is I was actually I was actually a pretty decent drummer in high school, but then I went a year without playing. Yeah, you know, it's and then like, you got a phone call from me. Yeah, that's and that's what it was. Like, I just didn't have a place to practice or any. Otherwise, I would have kept playing. Yeah. Oh man, those were good times. But yeah, I don't know who stole that. I have my theories. I don't, you know, and the thing is, like, I don't think they could have gotten it to a pawn shop or anything like that because I... Oh, had, I think they sold it to somebody else. Yeah, I mean. agree. I mean, I hounded Craigslist. I hounded Well, I think, I think he, I mean, I mean, they, somebody in Salem right now is playing on your amp. Yeah, and, I agree. If I ever find out who, like, 
you know, where it is, I might go steal it back and yeah. tell those fucks to fuck off and die. Yeah. But I'd have to know where it is first. Yeah. And who I gotta threaten at gunpoint. <laughs> with a mask on. <laughs> 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 You'll see a headline later like, Hockey masked uh, person uh, steals single amp from a home with uh, $10 million worth of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted that amp. <laughs> Risking 19 years prison time. <laughs> Please report if For you a $300 amp. Information. Or whatever it was. All, all uh, 12 of our listeners are like, oh my god. This is where we're... Yeah. <laughs> Should we tell? Yeah, but I really look forward to that shitty podcast. <laughs> In case I can be able to keep it up by himself. <laughs> whatever, dude. We got visits. We could do our podcast from <laughs> Your prison. letters from prison are just like Cereal directions. Did it. <laughs> just, Cereal did it, man. Yeah, that's true. Your letters from prison are just like... <laughs> directions on how to, how to post shit. <laughs> Kane, Dear plug Kane. in microphone. Still getting raped. Please remember to plug in the microphone to the right port on the soundboard. They do not plug into my correct port. <laughs> Rape analogies. <laughs> oh fuck. 40 minutes. Call it? Yeah. You can do another one if you want. Yeah. Or... That's another one. All right. Fuck it all, guys. Guess what? If you want to tweet at us, you can do it at Duel of Taints. You can like us at Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can email us, duel at airpodcast.com. And as always, you can call us, have your voices heard at 657-888-3835. That's 657-888-DUEL. Kane, final words? Um... That was it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> go, uh, go follow the American squad at the international this year for Dota two. Um, make sure you, um, um, it's a trap. <laughs>